getting rich in 2021. We've been watching clients, friends, family, staff over the years, and we're going to share with you what it takes. Stay tuned. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Berger, Mark Novak, episode 477, How to Get Rich in Real Estate, what we have been watching. This morning, we're going to talk about what we have observed, um, the characteristics, the tricks, the anything and everything from some of our most successful clients. And we're not just measuring success by the highest value in properties. Um, it could be how the 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 amount the they may have a small amount of properties, but how they run it, how they treat it, what they do, and also people who have hundreds of millions worth of property as well. What we see. Good morning, Mr. Novak. Uh, good morning, what Mr. Berger. I like what you just said about um, it's not you know bridge. Uh, it's not just money, yeah. So. Um, I've got a saying, he who dies happiest wins. I don't know where I stole that saying from a long time ago. But, um, you know, richness is in happiness, I believe. And it's not just in uh, how in, in money or property or it's just like, you know, just fuck it. It may be. It may be. But the big thing is that we, we're watching and we see these guys and we see these girls and we go, wow. Yeah, that's a cool lesson they've got to teach. That's a cool uh, pattern that they follow to uh, to build their wealth and to build their happiness. Yeah, exactly right. And so, where where do you? Okay, let's pick a few clients in my head. And one thing I've noted, I note they all started pretty young buying property. It's it's not something that they're 40 and they just sort of go, let's start building wealth through property. Um, sort of from day one was whenever they could, they, they always believed that was the way of creating wealth and they don't often do much of anything else like shares, stock market, gold. Like it's, they're sort of, they have a little bit, but the majority of it's all in property. It's almost like they said, this is, the horse I'm backing and I'm, I'm backing it. Would you say the same? Yeah, like um, I, I love um, – what's that rich guy in America called? Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. Um, and Warren Buffett's principle of compounding uh, I, I thought was fantastic and it crystallises a, a lot of what we see in our, in our market. Um, and, and also we see these guys in their jobs. So not only do we see them, how they invest when they buy something, when they sell something, we see how they how they operate in their businesses. We see how they operate with property. We just see how they operate. And that law of compounding is very interesting. They don't burn shit. They don't, like, change shit. They don't, you know, run, 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 run 10 kilometres that way and then let's, let's run 10 kilometres to the left and then let's 10 kilometres back. They put 10 kilometres north on top of 10 kilometers north on top of 10 kilometers north they've run 30 kilometers most people that i see 
um, end up running in circles. They don't have a definitive path and they don't keep layering, putting a layer on top of a layer. They don't compound. And a way to just uh, put that in, to bring that to um, reality, what you just said there is, because people may go, what do you mean? Selling property is basically what he means. You Because you buy a property, you get 10% growth, but then you sell and buy another and you lose 6% in costs, sell agent fees, stamp duty, all that, and taxes, all that stuff. So that's a, a good example of going 10 kilometers north. Yep, going 10 kilometers north, selling, going, and you're going six kilometers back just to buy another property to go 10 kilometers. So instead of going 20 kilometers, you've gone, what, 14 kilometers. So that's a big thing. We don't sell, we don't see these clients sell often. No, these fuckers are compounding, man. They're compounding relationships, marriage. They don't, you know, they're not getting a new wife every five years and burning, burning the rest. They're compounding, um, relationships so they're compounding mm. like you know these they, they build long-standing relationships with their their confidence or advisors that i just like go career they stick to the one career they stick to the one industry they stick to the one job and they build upon that and build upon that this compounding thing is big the people underestimate it and most people don't see it. It's like an iceberg below the water. You don't mm. realise that the person has has those types of quality relationships around them. You don't realise they've got that much property that they've built on. You just you just would never know. But they really do that well. They don't burn shit. They don't burn bridges. Yeah, and they. I find when it comes to property, they always try and find an additional income out of that property they really and that's how they buy as well so and what we know that if you're buying a house they'll put a granny flat on it or they'll split the house into two and run it sort of like a duplex a commercial property they'll whatever they do they get a little bit more out of it and that really goes with your compounding mark because if you can get 20 grand a year extra income out of a property now it may not or let's say 10 grand it may not seem like a lot but over 30 years, that's a lot of money. And that's where Love they it. get great success. Um, Love it. Lisa Novak says that's why they're rich. Swapping wives is expensive. Yeah, that would be like 10 kilometers forward and 100 back. <laughs> so um, what else? We find they've got a good... They've got good people around them that they can get information pretty quickly from. Their lawyers are generally on speed dial. They've got good relationships with their broker, um, good relationships with real estate agents. And they're very hands-on, I find, with a lot of their properties through it, through the management process when it comes empty. Um, they're very hands-on. I find they're very good People that are rich in whatever way, I find, which is really interesting, I find they play a good dumb. Yes. They play a good dumb. They really, really do. And what I mean by that is they don't walk in the room knowing it all. They walk in the room acting like they don't know anything. And they sit there and they listen and they learn. No matter how young or old you are, they realise you've got something to teach and they'll listen. I find that most striking about 
that our, our wealthier uh, friends, family, clients and things like that is they do play a good dumb. Call that humble, call that dumb, I don't know what it is. Yeah, it is. And you'd never know they've got 10 properties behind. You'd think it's their first property. You're very right with that. Um, what other? Oh, they, they, very, they tend to buy around where they live, around family, under their nose, in their sort of core suburbs. It's not surprising to see someone with five, ten properties all in the same postcode. Um, that's, we, we find that they're not generally buying in WA, then Perth, then Gold Coast, whatever the hot new state is. Um, they're generally, yeah, buying the under their nose. Still, they're not like running around. Yeah. I, I, I liken that to a story when a Serb, Serbian person comes to Australia, they buy a one-bedroom unit in DY. I see them in the street. They, I help them buy it or I see them in the street. They tell me they bought it. Well done. I then see them a couple of years later and they're, sitting, and they're looking for a two-bedroom. Are you going to keep the one-bedroom? Yeah, yeah, we're going to rent it out. Wow, that's pretty clever. You've only been here for seven years. Genius. So now they're sitting on, in today's money, now they're sitting on 700 grand plus 900 grand. They're sitting on $1.6 million of real estate. Some of it's being rented out, which is the one better. They're living in the two better. I then see them again in the shopping centre. We're looking for a house. Really? Well, you're going to sell both units? No. Okay. We're going to rent out the two better. Good buy the house and i'm thinking to myself man these guys are sitting on like 3.6 million dollars worth of property two of which are actually rented notice there's the compounding thing going on notice mm. there's the un notice they're buying in the same they're repeating and buying under their nose in the same area cool and i'm thinking to myself man these guys have been here for 13 years they're 3.6 how are they like how and these are like simple jobs Simple people, family people, happy people, just like just like grinding, nesting, doing this stuff. Now where it really this but this is where it gets derailed. Often often I see sometimes you think you're better than you are. And this is where I see the rich guys not and girls not making this mistake. So sometimes I'll see that I'll see that couple again. And I say, hey, how you been? Good, great. You'd be up for another place by now, the way you've been bloody going. Yeah, uh, we already got one. Oh, well, I missed you. We, we didn't talk. I didn't know. Yeah, we bought one in Brisbane. And I'm like, oh, you changed the formula. You bought the one better. You bought the two better and kept it. The one better and kept it. You bought the three better house and you're living there. You were doing so well. Why did you change the formula? Mm. They still it five years later didn't make any money out of it. Sorry. Yeah, it's because and even for the, the savvy investor when they buy in the same suburb, even if they're living in it, they still tend to buy and they sort of always think, would I live in there? They're... They definitely sometimes they don't get too caught up on that because it's an investment, but even it's under their nose. But you're right because this is what people are under people for whatever reason when they're looking for to buy something they're going to live in. 
they know all the micro markets within markets. Like being on that side of the road is better than this side of the road. That side of the road Rental gets grants. Yes. They renovation trades. They know this without knowing this, but then they're so happy to buy blind up at Brisbane where they have no idea. And it's like you expect to make money. How do you not know you paid a hundred grand too much because you saw next door sell at the same price, but that was on the other side of the road. Like, and then to, you you play behind the eight ball. So it's insane to sort of think that, especially when they're chasing yield, but then it goes back to what I was saying before, the smart people buy under their nose and create an extra income with that property. So then they make the yield themselves in the area they know, not to mention what you just said before, when things break compounding interest on ex compounding effect on expenses. If you have a good plumber here who may not charge you a call out fee and you get good rates and you, and you, own, you own that property for 20 years compared and you save that, but you save it on every, you save it on everything compared to buying in Queensland where you're paying full freight, call out, call out fees on everything over 10 years, instead of spending maybe $1,000, you spend $5,000 on expenses. So not only not getting the growth, you've got bigger expenses and you know, it's not under your nose. It's insane. <clears throat> and on my final one on, would, would be observations of the rich people would be no ego. I yeah. don't see that. I don't see these guys... These, these clients, customers, colleagues, um, people that have done very, very well as an observation in the last 30 years, they put the ego aside. There is no ego there. Very important. Very, they very should have swag. They should have ego. They have like some of these guys have just got so much of everything that they're allowed to get to their head. They got no swag. They got no ego and they keep building upon layer upon layer on the stuff that made them great. They don't burn it. Yeah, it's true. All righty. I think that's a wrap. Anything else Sorry, you everyone have a great weekend. Have a great weekend. What's Wrong weekend for everyone. Yeah. So have Sydney. fun. Enjoy the weather. What are you doing on the weekend? Probably golf. See my nephew. Golf and nephew. You? Yes, probably. Uh, I got... Buddy's over on Sundays at uh, 1 o'clock, so it may go into the night and get dangerous. Beautiful. All right, everyone. Thank you. That's a wrap. Everyone Bye. have a great weekend. See ya. Love you. Bye.